0: W-B-N-E Howdy Oaks Before we get started today, we just wanted to let you know that this episode of Bacon and Eggs is brought to you by our patrons. We want to build this thing to be as big as it can be, and we want to make more podcasts for you. We can't do it alone. If you enjoy this episode and want more Bacon and Eggs, head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash baconandeggs and check out the $5 tier. With that, you can listen to the show after the show. It's called the Hash Browns. Or you can join our Discord server, or both. We can really use your help to make the podcast the best it could possibly be. Thank you for donating, and thank you even more for listening. Howdy, yokes, and welcome back to Burger
1: Legs. I'm Tyler Garland, and I'm Ethan Edgehill. And today we're walking through
2: the woods. Or maybe we're inventing vacation. So defeat the heffalump and do nothing! Because today we're bringing you Christopher Robin. Tip of the tongue, teeth, and the lips.
1: There was a lot of howdy-o's I just Winnie the Pooh did.
2: walked through the woods with wicker wands.
1: Is that another one? What? I've never heard that. The room you're in, oh my god, it's the size of a cathedral.
2: It's not. It's actually very not that big. It's just funny is before we started,
1: I was like, that room's not that loud. And now I'm like, oh, <laughs> You can harmonize with yourself in there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is loud. <laughs> oh,
2: oh, oh, nah.
1: Anyway, uh singing, Christopher uh, was the duel of the fates. No, that was not uh I said O Fortuna, but it was not. It was that, that one that actually has really happy words, but it's like that like dun 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 dun. just gonna trunk it so weird. That's that's O Fortuna. No, it's not, is it?
2: Yeah. No. No. Yeah, because it it builds up into that, but it's like it's like oh. Is its thats Da, 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 da. That's 100%. O Fortuna from Carmina Burana by Carl Orff. You're right. You're right. I'm wrong. <sighs> I, I was like yeah. it's either Duel of the Fates or Carmina Burana or that Carmina thing from Burana the Matrix.
1: was the, Okay, so to be fair, Carmina Burana was the words that I was I was I was missing. Yeah, it's O when Fortuna Carmina, from Burana. Carmina
2: Burana, but it is it is either I knew it was either Duel of the Fates Car- O Fortuna or that thing from the Matrix. Cuz there's one in the Matrix that's like like that.
1: All I'm thinking about is the Halo 2 theme remix.
2: We are so far off topic it's not even funny. Okay. We never so, got on topic.
1: We never made it to Christopher Robin. Uh let me get to Christopher Robin. I got a uh, negative review here. I'm not there yet. Hold okay. on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold Christopher on. Christopher Robin
2: Chris- was released Oh okay. on August 8th. Nope, August 3rd, 2018. Yeah. It's 577 this is why I days I did this. ago. Directed by Mark Forster <laughs> of Finding Neverland and Stranger Than Fiction and that one Bond movie fame. And uh it cost $75 million because Disney can spend money on anything and made $197.7 million, which I think like 0.7 million was me seeing this movie.
1: <laughs> did you spend 0.7 million dollars on this, this? I think I
2: saw this movie in theaters four times.
1: Did you really? Yeah. I was under the impression when we were picking movies that you had not yet seen this.
2: Oh no, I think I I think when it came out i was like we should do it on the show and it just didn't happen like it wasn't like feasible were we doing a podcast in august of 2018 yeah we started in october 2017 oh my god this is right like right as i was moving back to roanoke
1: okay so i didn't see this movie until an airplane later on
2: yeah i think that was why it's like you were not available to go to the movies in the time that we could record
1: i don't know what i could have possibly been doing i was like i was so available august of 2018 i don't know
2: i mean and maybe it was me moving
1: Maybe we probably just
2: missed the 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 week, like
1: yeah. Typically, we miss that like that one peak, like Sonic. We can't do Sonic now; it's over. Yeah. Uh,
2: anyway, uh, although
1: I do have our next two weeks planned. If you want to know what's coming, I know what's coming. Do you want to tell the listeners
2: what's coming? We maybe never tell the, the listeners st- what's coming.
1: <laughs> maybe after the stats.
2: Okay. Anyway, uh, got a seventy three percent critic rate and eighty three percent audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes and a sixty on Metacritic.
1: Okay, let's get to a positive and negative reviews. Positive review, I have a positive review from Lisa Alspector for the Chicago Reader. Uh I love this review. She says the stylized physiques and movements of the characters in this exciting animated musical romance adventure are at once realistic and fantastic. I wouldn't call it a music and a musical in any regard yeah i was gonna uh, say otherwise, I, I know
2: that disney pushes the limit on like what a musical is but that that's too far that is this several. Is that is several bridges too musical. far yes, you didn't even get on the highway that's how too far that is
1: yeah but i do like this review from lisa allspector because i really do love this movie in ways that i i don't think i can articulate but i will try over the next hour and a half
2: yeah this is a good one for sure this is a hundred percent a one
1: yeah what's your negative review
2: i have a negative review from oliver jones of the observer and he says a better title for this entry, the first of the Disney Poos to be live-action, although neither word in that phrase is an apt descriptor, would be Winnie the Pooh and the unfilled Zoloft prescription. Yeah, that's pretty good. Normally, the quippy negative reviews are, like, so harsh, and it's just like, oh, wow, well, it would have been great if this movie was about white people. Oh, I know. God. But so I'll that is a true negative, negative, negative
1: review. Here's my thing. This movie's a one on all accounts, mostly because... Uh... I've I've been a I, listen. My daughter's six months old, and I've been a dad who needs to learn this lesson before. So I totally get that. Uh, Most
2: there's three left. I wanted them, listeners. That is the sound of Emily Carlin delivering Tyler Carlin a oh, you said how many what I sounds ate. like a moist bag of something
1: of tim tams. Tim tams. That is. Hold on. There, it comes with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. <laughs> Guess how many there are, Ethan? You said there was three. That Yeah, There's she ate three. most of them. That's not all of them. I would say them. she ate most. I would I would say most of them. <laughs> well,
2: she said most of them.
0: Hey, you're lucky you got some at all, sir.
2: Yeah, you're, you're lucky you were ever told that there were Tim Tams. Well, here's what
1: happened. It, Emily gives me a call today while I am uh, cooking in the HelloFresh, and Emily calls me and says, I was at the store, and Olivia told me to get you a present, and it was a bag of Tim Tams, and I was like, oh my gosh. What a great daughter I have. And Emily ate 8 out of 11 Tim Tams. (laughs)
2: Legend. This is the ASMR sound of him chewing Tim Tams.
1: (laughs) They're gone now. You already ate 3 Tim Tams? No, I ate 1. I could eat 3 that fast. I could eat tim tams. You said they were gone. Anybody. Well, that they. I, I don't want to assume the gender of the tim tam, but that particular one is gone.
2: Yeah. Um. Anyway, so this is the Christopher Robin.
1: I cannot tell you how much of a one this movie is. I understand the negative view. I understand the dislike, right? Because it's like marketed for and about traditionally a children's thing. Yeah. And it's got the script of like a proper rated R film. Yeah. And <laughs> like, and the director just didn't know what to do with it. I like. I. I. I'm level with ye viewer of this film. I like you <laughs> The movies about Winnie the Pooh, and I haven't smiled for an hour. <laughs> yeah,
2: it, it takes an hour into the movie for Christopher Robin to laugh.
1: Yeah. Even, like, even young Christopher Robin's first scene is just him abandoning Winnie the Pooh and <laughs> friends.
2: Literally, they sing this, like, we'll
1: be together forever song. But we know that they won't. And then he goes to World War One. Yeah.
2: Trenches. Trenches.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What a wild time, the transition from war to
2: war. Oh, God. My foam is falling. <laughs> I
1: saw something hit.
2: <laughs> that was acoustic foam. It's
1: not doing Um, its job right now so so uh christopher robin but like i cannot tell you how much i absolutely love this film because i feel like despite my not going to war i identify with christopher on a level that i i cannot comprehend
2: yeah i can't i'm not a dad oh any movie about like hey dad yeah this i mean this movie is like don't mess it up bud this movie is like weirdly unrelatable for me because like like, it's the same thing with, like, I, I can listen to Cats in the Cradle by, uh, Harry Chapin, I think, <laughs> is who does that. I can listen to that song, and by the end of it, I'm weeping. But, like, I have never related to it, ever. Harry Chapin. That's what I said. You said Carrie. No, I said Harry. Oh, well, Boy, this is a weird I argument. I know who Harry Chapin is. I don't know.
1: I'm thinking about Carrie Pegg now.
2: Anyway, uh, yeah, like, like, my dad was always around. Like, there was never a day in my life where I was like, does my dad love me?
1: I don't think I ever questioned that either. I, I think this is less relatable for me from the perspective of the child and more relatable for me from the perspective right, the thing of... The
2: like, I'm not a dad, but this movie still breaks me. This broke me before my dad died. This broke me before Olivia
1: was born. Like, I, I, so, I watched
2: this movie... Yeah, I watched this movie when it came out in theaters and I was just like, I, I'm just not okay.
1: I, I, I was not okay. Not okay through any of this. And I'll tell you, every time I watch it and I'm able to peel back another layer of the like, uh, overt on the nose symbolism of like all of what the characters and what they mean it hurts even more
2: yeah every this is a brilliant script
1: yeah because if you just watch it it's it's a decent enough movie again the christopher robin not
2: smiling for the first hour is pretty rough just i mean the fact that ewan mcgregor was not even like nominated for anything for this you you think this was oscar worthy for him yeah i mean because you got to think about like i don't this is one of those movies where i really want to see a behind the scenes for it because i feel like they just turned him loose in the woods
1: I think anytime Pooh Bear is walking or Eeyore, which
2: by the way, they looked awesome. Everybody except Tigger is the stuff of nightmares, but everybody else looks <laughs> great. But I remember the the, the Winnie the Pooh uh model, the animation, was a big uh, contention. Not like Sonic big, but like people had problems with it.
1: That's what the dolls look like, or the, the stuffed animals look like.
2: Yeah, it's like to he doesn't particularly look like a bear. He looks like a teddy bear. I mean, yeah, no, he looks exactly like what was represented in the movie. But like, it's it's weird anytime you go from like, and this is the thing with like with like 2D animation, this is sort of the same deal as Sonic, but it's, like 2D animation doesn't lend the sort of detail that 3D does, and so like, once you have to come to grips with the fact that things either are or are not not fuzzy it always gets a little bit like the uncanny valley is large there I think it's an interesting thing because uh, I remember, I sorry to cut you off, but like I literally remember seeing the, no, the model cool. yeah, and being like, it has never occurred to me before that Pooh is fuzzy. He's a teddy bear. Yeah, I know. But like, it's like you look at the, you look at the, at the cartoons and the drawings and the books and it's just like, it's just yellow. Right. It's just a like, yellow. It's just solid yellow. So it's like once you have to kind of, not only come to terms of the fact that he's fuzzy, but also like well worn, it gets a little and s- weird.
1: And well loved. See, I, I didn't, I, I had no issue with that. And maybe I did the first time around or when I saw the trailer, but watching it, I was, I mean. It's...
2: Oh no, I didn't, I didn't ever know with it either i remember seeing the model and being like yeah that that is absolutely what winnie the pooh looks like
1: yeah that's winnie the pooh bear right yeah there. and the... people
2: were just like this is so weird for me like you're breaking because I've, I've never i don't think i've ever seen one of the animated movies
1: i remember being a big Pooh stan up to like age four yeah but of course like
2: what is your relationship to uh, vis-a-vis poo i know that
1: i i know that like baby me like baby and toddler me loved winnie the pooh i want to say more than like, I didn't do Sesame Street. I didn't know who Elmo was until I was, like, a teenager. Um, I didn't do Barney. Uh, I remember Barney, like, existing near me, but I didn't do Barney. I didn't do Teletubbies. I still don't know their names. Yeah, they were uh, a little but, bit after us. But Winnie the Pooh, I, I did do. I know that. I had the movies, and I remember really liking Winnie the Pooh, and I... What's weird to me is I have this weird nostalgia for all the dialogue in this movie, even though I don't remember the animated movies. And the anime, was there a show also? There was a TV
2: show. I remember the TV, the TV show. I've never seen the movies.
1: It might have just been the TV show that I watched. I, I am totally okay with admitting that, if that's the truth. Um.
2: Yeah, it was on from like 88 to 91, and then obviously just in syndication. Right. After that. But I, I remember the TV show because I remember having like a reference for what the voices sounded like when we got to this movie.
1: I love the vo- Are they all
2: original? Most of them.
1: The ones that matter, right? It's Eeyore, Pooh, Tigger are the voices you have to have.
2: I believe so. Hang on.
1: I remember really liking Piglet as a child, which is like the the artifice for fear, right? Yeah. I mean, I didn't have any concept of that then. I think I liked the shape of Piglet. I didn't know, like, what a Piglet was, so I thought it was this, like, cool fantasy animal. Well, they're all like, uh, they're all like a, a seven, baby pig. they
2: they're all one of the seven deadly sins, right? Like, no,
1: they're, uh, Eeyore, they're, uh, they're not seven deadly sins, they're, like, mental conditions. Are they? Is I, Are they seven deadly sins? I don't I know, it I've, was I've, like... heard
2: argu- I've heard arguments for both of them. I mean, like,
1: Eeyore, at least in this film, Eeyore is, like, a physical a manifestation of Christopher Robin's depression as an adult because he like gets out of the literal puddle of water to see himself floating down the river to death only to realize that he can save himself very simply and that the threat really isn't there and then he sees Piglet and does the same thing with fear and it's awesome what are you reading what is what is the research telling I
2: am just double checking on Brad Garrett On what he has done for the part of
1: Eeyore. Is Brad Garrett not also, like, Mr. Krabs or something?
2: Brad Garrett is not Mr. Krabs. Brad Garrett is the brother in uh, Everybody Loves Raymond.
0: Oh, 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 oh.
2: Mr. Krabs is Clancy Brown. Yes, yes. Who is the warden, for, not the warden, the the guard from the Shawshank Redemption.
1: Yes, you are exactly right. I,
2: this might be, I don't know, I-, I don't know that Brad Garrett is the original Eeyore. I'm trying to find that, but I know that, um, I know that Jim Cummings has done Pooh and Tigger.
1: I love Tigger's voice. I love Pooh's dialogue more than.
2: Oh, they nailed it. Like the writers definitely nailed this one.
1: Yeah. I don't know if there's some Winnie the Pooh lovers out there who were like, oh, I don't know. But like, I love the, the, I love children's characters' dialogue who is, who like, that is no, above this is, and beyond exceptional. This is pretty and I spot think there, on. I think there are very few characters that nail it as well as the Winnie the Pooh cast. I also, as an adult, have been paying more attention to like, um, the Sesame Street cast. And I think like I I love that somebody can just become Cookie Monster's personality. I love Cookie Monster above all other Sesame Street characters.
2: So no that is um let's see. Yeah that doesn't it appears to to be Brad Garrett's first appearance as Eeyore. Really? Oh, yeah. well, that's
1: what I would have thought Eeyore sounded like. So. It is what
2: he sounded like. I think it was just a different guy who I believe died in uh, nineteen or, uh, 2018. Like,
1: okay. So he could not have done it because he was not alive.
2: Yeah, I think he stopped existing before it was done. Before it was made. Um, But no, I am like a I I I read... The original Winnie the Pooh book, probably like every other year. Is that what this is? This based
1: on that book, or is this a story sort of tangential this to that a, book? This is a this is a like so no,
2: it, it is not based on that book. It may be based on a different book, but as as far as I know, this is like a an epilogue to the Pooh. Like Christopher Robin doesn't grow up.
1: Okay, I don't think I've read that. the original Winnie the Pooh book. In fact, you saying that right now, it's a novel, right? It
2: is. Um. It is like 10, it's like 10 chapters, yeah.
1: Okay, that would be a novel.
2: Well, no, but they're like they're like 10 stories. Okay. If anything, it is like a collection of loosely connected short stories about Edward Bear. Is that Winnie the Pooh? Yes. Why did they change his name? They didn't change his name. It's, it's just, that's his actual name, but he goes by Winnie the Pooh. Oh. And then the narrator is like, well, I thought he was a boy. You can't call him Winnie if he's a boy. And Christopher Robin is like... I said he's Winnie the Pooh. Don't you know what the means? And then the narrator's like, yeah, I do. And you should too, because that's all the explanation you're going to get, or whatever it says. <laughs> I would
1: like to read this. I have not read it. Oh, I would love it. It's le-
2: fantastic. I have a, a copy that I would love to, uh, that I can I can loan you to read to Olivia. Is it leather bound and awesome? It is not leather bound, but it was a gift from my mother to me when I was like two. Mm, I would like this. It is a hardback copy. Uh, and it is, it's, they're wonderful stories. And I, I've, I've read that and I've read The House and Pooh Corner. And I think that was the last uh, that I actually like partook in it. Like I said, I watched the TV show a little bit. I don't remember watching any of the movies. But uh, this movie is like above and beyond the TV show or the movies, as far as I understand.
1: I don't know that that's true. Like Winnie the Pooh, like I said, I love the the deep philosophy and like mythos that goes into the way that he speaks. Like every response he has is so incredibly Winnie the Pooh.
2: Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like they they definitely wrote the character and were like, "Okay, every line has to perfectly fit this."
1: Yes. And I that's what I love so much about this character is that like it it does something that like SpongeBob never could.
2: Like somewhere there is a, a there was a whiteboard of like Pooh rules. Yeah. That the poo has to obey.
1: The poo has to obey every time poo and speaks, and they
2: they would run every dialogue through like a like a test.
1: Yes, yes. Is he? And and I would I would love to see that whiteboard. That's because exactly what would never what he here.
2: would never take like he's always going to take the lazy route.
1: He's always going to take the the slow route. He's going to take yeah. the I don't know. There's so many things about he gets into that some pretty
2: complicated stuff in his antics for sure. Like I think the first chapter of the book is him f- trying to get honey out of a beehive by using balloons and it's pretending so to be a cloud.
1: I love pooh bear
0: oh
2: just the best just this this movie was so like the beginning is rough the ending is so great though i love
0: the beginning Oh i love 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 the beginning too
2: but it's it's just brutal it just beats you over the head Yes. You're but like, I love the idea that- you Robin watching Christopher Robin be a ba- grow up and be a bad dad.
1: Yes. The <laughs> thought that Christopher Robin, the creator and, and only viewer of the Hundred Acre Wood, could ever be a bad person. That I mean, he, like, like, war-
2: That he convinced himself that it was fake.
1: That war changes you. <laughs> that war, he ends up in this position- Terrible war. I mean, he ends up in this position where you are, like, sympathetic to soldier Christopher because at least then he had some job security and something worth fighting for. Something worth fighting for, yeah. as opposed to, like- You know Suitcase salesman Efficiency manager Because like I really think That there is a really This is I think The most challenging part For me I'm not a manager I've never fired Anybody in my life Okay I'm not gonna Pretend that I have Uh, I'm not in charge Of people's careers But there is this like Really sympathetic feeling You get watching this movie Where it's like I understand The daughter's perspective Of being like I wish he'd just Spend time with us And the wife's perspective But on the flip side It's like If he doesn't do this work People would straight up Lose their Right And it's like the, the The
2: movie definitely Forces you to look at it From the daughter's perspective Right. It's like, it's just built into the movie, but at the same time, you can definitely look at it like, his motivations are never in the wrong place. Like, he's never a bad guy.
1: No, but he's focusing more on career than family, because he chose a career path that requires him to do so.
2: Right, and he doesn't realize that he's doing the right thing for the right reasons. Correct. You know, like, he's but- looking at it like, oh, well, it's a job, I have to do my job, and, 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 and you know, he knows- I think that like I don't think he truly gets like that he's fighting for the people that work for him. I do think he gets that. Not at the beginning.
1: Well, because he like the last thing he wants to do is let people go. But then when he's on the train with Pooh Bear, he's like, "We're gonna have to cut staff," and he cuts five or six people right there. Yeah, you can see at least three X's on the sheet of paper of like people that he's gonna let go.
2: Yeah, for sure. And it's definitely frustrating for to see him use the right motivation and then him to get home. And the wife be like, well, you can't come with us. And he's like, it's my career. It's just like, that's how my job works. You know, he, he comes home and fights with the wrong motivation. Yeah. For, and that's just like, that's how movies work. And like, you can't superimpose what you think or what you would do on the character. But it's tough to watch him like go through that frustrating, like, well, we have to move the plot forward. So she has to be mad at him. But right. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yes. Because he doesn't come home because he could literally come home and be like, if I don't do this work, 10 people are going to lose their job this weekend. <sighs> Right But he doesn't if, do if he that. Was he's just to... like He's just like Well sh- you know Our daughter needs to understand She needs to go I went away to boarding school When I was her age He just comes with the wrong motivation
1: Right he, He's not very good at selling it One of the things they run through The, the poo generator is Could he have thought Christopher Robin was saying something else
2: Oh it, Instead of uh, Winslow or whatever Yeah Or
1: a fish in the sea Or
2: Yeah definitely There's some pretty big leaps there uh-
1: I didn't think that one was a leap.
2: No, but there's some.
1: Yeah. Christopher Robin realizing that he's the heffalump. Ugh. oh Gold. Yeah. Stabbing the briefcase with an umbrella. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
2: It's good. It's a good one. I just love existing in this universe.
1: Yeah. like I, I love- want- so I, you, you and I talked earlier about- the toys coming to life and uh, how that sort of translates from, oh my god, there's a mass market paperback copy of The House at Pooh Corner.
2: Oh my Corner. god, can you stop with the mass market paperback thing?
1: I cannot stop. I cannot stop. I cannot. You say cannot that stop. phrase so
2: much that I don't think you know what it means. <laughs> I do. You cannot it's the possibly. Small, small, cheaply
1: made paperbacks. Okay, well, The House at Pooh Corner is not the one you want. No, I know. I want the complete collection of Winnie the Pooh.
2: Well, yes, but specifically you just want Winnie the Pooh. 1926 copyright. What about Peter Rabbit? How do you feel about Peter Rabbit? I, so I recently found out that they made a Peter Rabbit movie by the fact that they announced a sequel. Yes, with Domino Gleeson, and it got like I, if I'm
1: not mistaken, and you can look it up, or I can, I guess.
2: I'm sorry. It got decent reviews. I believe so. I, I did not know that it was made. I have no desire to see it. I've seen it, at least most of Peter it. Peter Rabbit the
1: movie? Um, yeah. It's got a lot of slapstick, a lot of Domino Gleason, like, steps on a rake. Oh, and it hits him in the face. I'm oh sure. No. And, like,
2: Peter Rabbit's probably a sarcastic jerk, because it's James Gordon. Yes.
1: Yes. It's exactly what's going on. Um... And I, I remember being it's kind
2: like of 64% on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Okay. So that means like grown white men thought it was at least two thirds good.
2: I think the, I think we don't like uh, James Corden anymore.
1: I believe, yeah. I believe he was canceled yeah. shortly after like the late, late show started. I don't
2: know that he was canceled so much as like, they're just more, every day I see more and more things about why James Corden is a bad person. I
1: don't think they think he's a bad person. I think it's just like, it's the Guy Fietti thing.
2: No, there's like a lot of stories of people just being like, I met James Corden and he was mean to me. Really? Yeah just like a lot of them it's like i watched a james corden encounter happen and he was a jerk
0: really
1: yeah i would never have thought that james corden could be possible turns out
2: yeah turns out
1: well you'll learn something new every day ethan
2: it sucks when the, he's the celebrity people tell you you look most like what celebrity do i look most like ethan I have no idea. You look like I, Tyler. I,
1: that's what I feel like. like I, I look like me.
2: I don't, I can't. I've known you for so long, and I've watched you grow into the person that you are. That I can't see you as anybody but Tyler.
1: I can see you as James Corden without even blinking an eye.
2: Well, apparently I look like James Corden, I, but I'm I'm also <laughs> bad at the Who looks like Who game. You like what? I'm I'm bad at the Who looks like Who game.
1: I feel like I I feel like I don't look like a celebrity because like I know people would be like, oh yeah, you look like uh, Andrew Garfield, but I feel like that's such a leap. That I'm, like, afraid to admit that people at one point I have get said like, that to me.
2: I get, like, unprompted people being like, you look like James Corden. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you do. Yeah, you do. And there was the one time, like, three days after I met your wife when she was like, you look like Kevin Smith.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
2: I've never quite forgiven her.
1: <laughs> hey, sometimes you just gotta, I don't, okay. Are you familiar with Easton Press? No? No.
2: Do they make mass-market paperbacks?
1: The opposite. They make, like, one-of-a-kind leather-bound. Okay. (laughs) Have you just been Googling copies of the Winnie the Pooh book? Well, they make one. It's $150.
2: Honestly, that is, there's no, there's very few books I would consider more worth buying a $150 leather-bound copy. The problem is, I don't think the author's getting any of that. Uh, no, he's dead. (laughs) Exactly. So, like... He wrote his masterpiece in 1926. Exactly. So, really, I'm just giving Easton Press $150
1: ish dollars
2: yes which is a good thing have you heard of just like us no that's a very good thing give give kitschy booksellers your money oh i'm a hundred percent involved with that
1: so uh the the series that includes iRobot uh you can buy that whole series for just five monthly installments of 125 dollars the
2: isaac asimov series
1: or whatever sure just like us is what it's called oddly enough the author's name is not anywhere on here but it is 24 karat gold deeply inlaid on the hubbard's hub spine uh acid neutral paper that lasts for generations, sewn pages uh i mean this is you're referring to just like
2: us the true story of four mexican girls coming of age in america because that's the thing that comes up when you search Just Like Us book.
1: No, I'm not talking about that.
2: And the other... uh, (laughs) The other top result is The Beautiful Poetry of Donald Trump by Rob Sears. (laughs) Who's Rob Sears? What? It's Rob Sears?
1: Like Sears and oh, Store. Sears.
2: I don't know who Rob Sears is, but that's the author of the beautiful poetry of Donald Trump.
1: Oh, 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 oh! oh. Is it about Twitter? I don't know
2: what it's about. Oh, yeah, I would so imagine it's a book of poems written by Donald Trump.
1: As you no, oh, no, it can't no be. Real. It
2: can't be. It's a strictly unauthorized on it.
1: You can get an illustrated copy of the Phantom of the Opera for just five installments of seventy-five dollars. That's so much money for a book. Hold on. And at the bottom of this website, there's not a affiliate button, so no free ads. Fu- right. For- <laughs> For legitimately six installments of $149, you can get the Gutenberg Bible, which is the Bible in Latin.
2: Yeah, I know what the Gutenberg Bible is.
1: Well, maybe Dear Listener didn't, because I didn't.
2: Dear Listener should read Good Omens by Neil Gaiman, in which you get a full... Uh, explanation of the different kinds of bibles
1: well there you go anyway it is a goal of mine to own one of these eastern press books to reach a point in my life where i have bought all of the things i want to buy all the way to the point where i can be like you know what
2: i drop 150 bucks on a book i'm gonna
1: drop 150 on a book right now
2: and you would get that I... book and feel like you weren't allowed to open it
1: exactly <laughs> it's gonna sit on my shelf in my laundry room where i will never look at it
2: Okay, by the time that you have a bookshelf worth putting a $150 book on, it is not going to be in your laundry room.
1: <laughs> you can get Jumanji by Christian Van Olsberg, or Chris Van Olsberg, excuse me.
2: I would recommend uh, Winnie the Pooh by A. a. Milne over uh, Jumanji by Chris Van Olsberg.
1: You can get both. They're right next to each other on this website.
2: But I mean, if you got to pick one to spend 150 bucks on, I would buy uh
1: Pooh. The Pooh one is cheap. It is more expensive. Uh, by as, cheaper, I mean... As by s- cheaper, Ethan, by cheaper, I want to let you know, by cheaper, I mean more expensive.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just as somebody who owns both of them... Uh, uh, Pooh is worth your time more. Also, I would hope it's more expensive because I think Jumanji is like 12 pages. Yeah,
1: it is. Okay, so back to Winnie the Pooh, the movie. There are so many freaking quotes in this movie that make me so happy. And they're all from Winnie the Pooh.
2: He says a lot of great things in this movie. Tell me some more them. Or from
1: uh, Christopher Robin. No, no, no. It can't be happening. It's stress. Winnie the Pooh. It's not stress.
2: It's poo. That's your poo voice? (laughs) I can't do the poo voice. Can you do the poo voice? Nobody can do the poo voice. Oh. He's very like, it's not... Uh, Yeah, I can't do it at all. It's so like. It's so British, but also so... It's so so soft. But so soft. Yeah, it's just like... It's so soft, boy. It,
1: like, it's Instagram. Oh my gosh.
2: It's not stress. It's poo. (laughs) Poo. Poo.
1: But he's not talking about, I need to poo. It's talking about... Very important to remember that anytime we say poo in this episode, it is referring to the bear, not the... Excrement, except for yeah. Pooh was
2: the name of a swan that used to be owned by Christopher Robin. Really? Yeah. And so Winnie the Pooh, it, it, the the narrator's not sure whether or not the swan was called after Pooh, or Pooh was called after the swan. Oh, but Pooh is like a title. I mean, it, it is it is just nonsense. Like it is completely nonsensical. I love this one. I love this one. The tree I remember was in the countryside, not
1: here in London. There's no opening. I suppose it's where it needs to be. That's a silly explanation. I thank you.
2: Yeah, it's just like you can't you can't. <laughs> I feel like, on, his... I feel like my Ewan was pretty good. I feel like my Ewan was was pretty good. It was good, but like, you can't you can't bust his stees at all. Like it's he's he is is poo. Like there's yeah. no there, you can't break him.
1: No, no, because he's he's still poo. Although he does say he's a bear of little brain, and at first is like that hurts, and then later on he's like, yes, I am.
2: Ugh. Ugh. okay so here's the here's the origin voice. of the name for you cloud introduction i can't do the poo voice <laughs> you can't do the poo voice it's so like <laughs> they they found that guy to do it and we're like <laughs> never stop doing the poo voice
1: <laughs> somebody's gonna explain it to me one day be like oh all you got to do is put your voice right here and all of a sudden you're winnie the Pooh. oh that was more Eeyore. Than that was Pooh.
2: definitely eeyore
1: yeah well i wasn't trying to do poo i was trying to explain how it's gonna happen that somebody explains how to do poo for
2: me so the problem i have with these movies and the books, and, and while I love the voice actors they get for them, they are not the voices that my mom does for the characters, and that's bull. Oh,
1: well, they should have hired your mom. See, these
2: are the, that's like some of my earliest memories, is like mom reading- these stories to me with, like, voices for everybody.
1: So one of my earliest memories, and this still pisses me off, JK, I'm, I'm mad. Uh, that is not, this is pisses me off, just kidding. I'm mad at Rowling herself. Uh, Harry's best friend who's a girl, what is her name? Hermione. No, it's Hermoine.
2: It's not, though.
1: I know it's not. Obviously it's not. It's not even spelled that way. <laughs> but that's how my dad read it when we were kids, and obviously he's
2: right. My my friend Alex when I was in elementary school used to come in I swear to God every week with a new controversial opinion about how a Harry Potter character's name was pronounced
1: this is the kind of content I'm here for snappy he, Severus snappy
2: yeah he was like he was like obviously it's Cyrus black no he said that I remember this it was like third grade it's serious it's serious it's spelled like that but this dude every time he, he, he Hermione everything he he had bad opinions about the Harry <laughs> Potter character's name this was uh third grade would have been 2001 yeah so pre-film maybe no it couldn't be third grade so it was whenever prisoner of azkaban like came out as, book? Like, a book book yeah
1: man that's a long time ago
2: i think I was uh, i can't remember hang on maybe it had just come out i don't know prisoner of azkaban I know that I got the first two Harry Potter books from, uh, no, that was released in 99. So yeah, it, it was out. So I guess, yeah. But it was before the movies came out. Right. Um, I remember getting the first two Harry Potter books from like a scholastic, like book like order a catalog, catalog Where you yeah. sent in a check. Yeah, yeah, you sent in a
1: check to Scholastic. And then, like, weeks later, out of nowhere, a book appeared. Yes, yeah, so I'm Harry sure it wasn't weeks later. I'm sure it was, like, my teacher collected all the things, sent them out on a Monday, and then by the next Friday, the books were there. But when you're a kid, every week takes, like, 100 years. It was not as so, quick as
2: the book fair, and that's all that mattered. No, the book
1: fair was right then and there. Yeah. Also, don't sell the book by its cover, or don't judge a book by its cover, does not work for the Scholastic catalog.
2: No. Yeah, they
1: only give <laughs> you the picture. Only the... the Why do you think I read Artemis Fowl? Why do you think I read
2: Artemis Fowl? Oh, because they're very good. I actually never read them. Are they good? Yeah, I read all of them. Oh. But they came, uh... they were shiny. Yeah, they were shiny. The first one I think was silver.
1: I had the gold one, so maybe that's why I didn't read
2: them. I think the gold one was the second one.
1: Yeah, so this would be why I didn't read them. And the
2: third one was blue. I remember that. Anyway, uh,
1: so... Oh, this isn't going to work. Oh, God. Alan
2: Alexander Mill had this to say about uh, the name of Winnie the Pooh. I have this uh, ebook just downloaded at all times, by the way. Do you? I do, actually. In case
1: you're on an airplane and you need a book. And I'm I need to
2: read you. Winnie the Pooh. If you happen to have read another book about Christopher Robin, you may remember that he once had a swan, or the swan had Christopher Robin. I don't know which. And that he used to call that swan Pooh. It was a long time ago when we said goodbye, we took the name with us, and we didn't think the swan would want it anymore. Well, when Edward Bear said to himself that he would like an exciting name all to himself, Christopher Robin said at once without stopping to think that he was Winnie the Pooh. And he was. So as I have explained the Pooh part, I will now explain the rest of it.
1: Fascinating.
2: Absolutely fascinating So the swan content. was called Pooh, and no one will ever know why.
1: <laughs> I, what could it be? I do know swans are the devil. I'm not gonna lie to you, Ethan. I can't I believe how much of this... that I got right. I want to circle back to this Artemis Fowl thing real quick okay uh Uh, are
2: they ever gonna make that movie don't know kind of wish they wouldn't but also kind of wish they would i don't i haven't read them in like 15 years i
1: i do not know how to be the bearer of bad news the trailer came out today did it yes (laughs) yes
2: I was, weirdly enough, I was thinking about the Artemis Fowl movie yesterday.
1: Uh, Literally 18 hours ago, Artemis Fowl official
2: trailer hits YouTube. All right, well, let's watch it real quick. Let's get a live action Why does he look like young, like child Andrew Garfield? Why does he, why does, why is a kid wearing a grown-up suit? That's what I want to know.
1: Let's do some live trailer reactions. Hold on.
2: Well, that was Colin Farrell, so I'm excited. It's a Dharma initiative.
1: Do you want my honest opinion? Uh, a minute and 36 seconds into this.
2: I'm almost done. Dope.
1: Let's go. This looks awful.
2: Yeah, it looks terrible, and I'm gonna love every second of it. This is Spy Kids. I think of the about Artemis fell probably once a fortnight so Winnie the Pooh the
1: movie I really stinking love this movie you and I had a conversation earlier about toys coming to <sighs> life that's what we're talking about toys coming to life in in fiction in
2: fiction yeah and you've got you've got several different models that we talked about
1: although I suppose it's always in fiction right like if, <laughs> if your Furby comes to life burn your house down yeah <laughs>
2: I mean Furbies are always a little bit alive.
1: <laughs> they were just way ahead of their time. I feel like somebody was like, "Oh, I cracked AI." And somebody was like, "Sweet, let's sell it to kids.
2: <laughs> Put it in a weird owl acorn." <laughs> owl acorn. Yeah,
1: let's see what happens. <laughs> they can blink and talk. <laughs> and you can teach it different languages.
2: Yeah, I saw a Furby one time that like got crushed by a hydraulic press and the press came back up and it was like, "Play." <laughs>
1: So, anyway, not Furbies is is not what I'm talking about. So, Toy Story, the toys are aware that they're supposed to be asleep when the kids are there. Or not asleep, but like... You know Limp
2: Right And in Toy Story The whole crux of every movie Is them breaking that rule
1: Well at least in The first one It's a much bigger role I think than the rest of them
2: I mean yeah But like Woody Like in Toy Story 4 Woody runs like Several miles Yeah
1: And that also happens In Toy Story 1 Where he flies With Buzz Lightyear And they land yeah, In the, a moving truck Woody gets to break the rules
2: Because he's a cop Yeah <laughs>
1: I think that's the opposite He gets to break the rules He's a Is he a deputy Or is he a sheriff He's
2: a sh- He's Sheriff Woody What are you talking about
1: <laughs> Okay so he's the sheriff I guess he's yeah, He's sheriff. not a favorite deputy uh, But like he, Yeah he gets to break the rules All the stinking time And he breaks the rules Like Bullseye runs as fast as a plane Whenever
2: it's convenient for Woody Woody breaks the rules Woody's the villain I'm uh, Yeah I, You you said this earlier It's been a stance of yours for a long time And I'm a hard agree with you That in the first Toy Story Woody is the villain
1: Yeah Sid does not deserve Woody Sid is being- a kid
2: playing playing with his own toys.
1: And if you want to blow up your toys, that's totally normal because you don't know that they're sentient.
2: Right, and they're not. Right. <laughs> toy, toy, toy Story is a weird, like, you can look at it from some perspective as, like, a weird PSA from, like, Toy PETA.
1: Well, no, I can see it as a weird PSA from parents being like, these toys are not cheap. Please stop blowing them up. That Sheriff Woody doll we found you is a one-of-a-kind, and
2: you play with it all willy-milly. I don't think that that ever crossed anybody's mind at Pixar. No? No, the, the movies are not made with that tone. Of the like be kind to your toys because they cost money.
1: Well duh. The team at Pixar was like, how do we convey that, but also encourage kids to
2: destroy them so they buy more of these toys that we're making. <laughs> I don't know. I I I Toy Story is an interesting one. You also brought up Calvin and Hobbes, which I is not one I think of a lot. No, but Calvin and Hobbes is
1: an important fiction which has not been filmalized yet. And I don't I think there's like a copyright like it like I can't make it into a movie or a show. Yeah, I don't want that. It's
2: good as the comics. It's good for three panels. But so is Winnie the Pooh. No. We're Winnie the Pooh is good as like that was a
1: a book. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Um uh, so it's only good for like the the like these three. Like Calvin and Hobbes'
2: books are made of hundreds of comics. Like comic strips. Yeah. Yeah. Um It's like th- but- the same way they do Garfield minus Garfield, there's like Calvin and Hobbes minus Hobbes, or Calvin and Hobbes minus Calvin, where it's just like Hobbes ruminating. <laughs>
1: <laughs> does Hobbes ever talk, or does Calvin just give him speech? I don't know how it works.
2: So, Cab- Hobbes is the only one that is drawn, com- comparatively, in between, like, the Pooh model and the Toy Story model. Calvin is both... I mean, Hobbes is both dead and alive.
1: Yes, like, he is sometimes Because, like, he is drawn as a small just-
2: tiger stuffed toy, and he is also drawn as a full tiger that is a feet taller than this child.
1: So, you don't think that the... you, you don't think the, the stuffed animal version of Calvin... Oh, I'm sorry if Hobbes is oh my god, I'm so sorry is feet taller.
2: No, the stuffed animals tiny I mean, I'm, I'm not sure that I could put hands on a like Example right now to show you but like they're they, he's small. He's just like a little stuffed tiger But it's only he only turns into a little stuffed tiger when there's an adult around usually Calvin's mom
1: Okay, this is this is the model right here. If you I'm gonna I'm gonna share it to you. Yeah, uh, this is important uh, f- Storytelling so, Calvin the stuffed animal, his arms are like that's, half the That's length. Hobbs. That's what I meant. God. Yeah. Hobbs the stuffed animal is just like this little inanimate bear.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's a tiger, but yeah. Tiger. God, I, goodness gracious. I mean, he's got the stripes. Like, he looks for all the world like Winnie the Pooh, but he has the stripes.
1: Yes, he has the stripes, and he's just this like little stuffed animal. And then, like, there's like pensive, living Hobbs. Hobbs who, he wears who, like a scarf
2: like, and does stuff. Hobbs is like, Hobbs is smart.
1: Yes. Did Skype just close? What was that? What is this noise? What was that noise? Are you there? No way. He was gone. Are you there? Skype just like straight up crashed.
2: Hobbs broke
0: Skype. No way.
1: Poor network connection. That's Fascinating. Ethan's given me this sort of side eye in his old thing where he still exists. Oh my gosh, this is some fascinating stuff. We're gonna do some troubleshooting on my end. We're gonna hang up on Ethan, but on my end, we're gonna. Oh god. 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 Yellow. Howdy, yokes, and welcome oh, back to I Bacon Can't and Eggs. Oh my god. Is it my fault or is it your fault? What's up? I'm here. I see that. I'll be here for you. Yeah. Skype just like straight up crashed.
2: Oh man. Maybe you need a new comp. I hope not. I cannot spend any more money on stuff right now.
1: No, I would recommend just busting out a laptop. Yeah, the old,
2: like, ye old Macbook. Ye old Macbook crew. No, I, I mean, I think it's fine. I probably need to clear some space out on it. That was just weird. It's like you sent a picture of Hobbes and Skype was like, no, you can't figure this out. You can't have Hobbes. How much, like, if, if, so obviously, I mean, I always say like I would pay any amount of money to get a movie made, but like, I don't have like movie making money. Like how much would you be willing to prepay for a ticket for Hobbes and Shaw, the movie? Movie, except it's Jason but Statham Hobbs and Hobbs. Is... <laughs> <laughs> is Shaw Jason Statham? Yeah, I guess he is. He's yeah, Deckard Shaw or Deckard Shaw or whatever yeah. it is. That movie looks so good. I did not see it. It got great ratings. It got
1: I, maybe it did. I'll tell you this about the Fast and the Furious movies: when people are like, oh, stupid Fast and the Furious franchise, here they are again. I am, I am on the side of Fast and Furious. Evans,
2: keep going keep making them forever there has not been a bad one yet
1: yeah i i'm i'm you could say it's a fast and furious stanchise you know
2: like and this is the thing is like it, it started and they were like oh man we're gonna steal some some engines from some street racers and now it's like idris elba plays a super villain
1: yes The fate of the world is at stake And who can stop him?
2: Han John Cena playing Dominic's Brother. John Cena is Supposed to be like a Hispanic I think, here's the thing, so I have not Seen Hobbs and Shaw. I just didn't make it out to the Movies last summer to see it. I think Neither have I. I think Luke Hobbs dies I think they killed The Rock
1: No, there's no way. He's
2: not in He he is not on the cast or in any Of the posters for for
1: F9 F9. F9. Maybe that was was the Trade-off was he was like, I want a solo film or I don't want it at all. That can't Ballers. be. That
2: doesn't seem like a the rock move. I.
1: I, I, I run a TV show called Ballers. That's what he said. That's what he said. He keeps trying to get on making show. ballers
2: and HBO's like, it makes us so much money. Please don't.
1: Does it really?
2: Yeah, there was some like thing where they had to like beg him to stay and do more ballers.
1: I thought ballers like literally basically didn't exist. Like no, I people thought love nobody that show. watched it. Do they really? Yeah. What's it about?
2: People with money. Yeah. It's an HBO show. What do you mean? What's it about?
1: Game of Thrones.
2: Yeah, if it's not if it's not like literally it's an HBO show. It's about people with money. Have you seen The Wire or the newsroom, or The Sopranos. Or
1: Entourage. Or
2: Entourage. It's about people with money, or Secession. Believe- succession. Or The Righteous entourage. Gemstones.
1: Entourage was specifically about actors without money, and even still, he bought, like, a f- super mansion, and then was
2: Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, it's It's about people with money, I think. I don't know. It might not even be HBO. I get Ballers and Billions mixed up, and one has The Rock, and one has Paul Giamatti, and they might both have Paul Giamatti.
1: Paul Giamatti was in, uh, Adams? I don't know what that is. The John Adams HBO show. Oh yeah,
2: he was John adams yeah
1: yeah he was john I, adams. you
2: said adams and i thought like a-t-o-m-s
1: no not that i haven't
2: watched adams but i heard it's very good
1: we watched like a couple episodes in lucy's class when you and i had lucy together i remember that and, but like uh, i have
2: not like si-
1: since no, yeah, since I,
2: I got hbo go i have not just sat down and watched it
1: i would be- i would believe that it's very good it was a good time for storytelling
2: i'll tell you man they the uh hbo shows have a a a quirk for like and obviously paul Giamatti is a well-known actor but like the hbo shows have actors that stick in your mind that like, aren't in anything else. And like, I saw, like we saw Birds of Prey and the guy that plays Victor Sass was like the bad guy in the newsroom. Really? Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's Reese from the newsroom. Immediately. I was just like, this is off. a weird like character actor that just popped back out of nowhere.
1: What if, what if, we need to put, let's bring it back. Winnie the Pooh. Ewan McGregor saws Winnie the Pooh's face off and then wears it on his own.
2: I don't even want to talk about that. You know what I do want to talk about? You know what I do want to talk about, Tyler? Yeah. Have you yet... This has nothing to do with Winnie the Pooh. We're going to go right back off topic. Have you yet seen a trailer for Spiral? No, I've never heard of this. Spiral is a, a movie produced by and starring Chris Rock in the Saw universe. I've seen the trailer. Where Chris Rock plays a cop trying to stop Jigsaw who has decided that random people aren't good enough targets... And Jigsaw now kills cops
1: yeah i've seen this yeah, yeah yeah.
2: i don't watch horror movies but i've never wanted to see anything more than chris rock fighting jigsaw
1: i can't believe this has happened
2: here's the thing though you have you you don't you don't really do horror movies right yeah that's not your thing
1: right yeah, yeah, yeah you ever yeah, yeah. seen any of these saw movies i'm familiar with the concept right jigsaw traps you in rooms uh, no 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 no, no no no
2: no no, no. this is the thing though this is the thing is like the concept the concept seems like they would be a, just another crappy horror movie they're pretty good yeah that's what i've heard is they're pretty good like like I don't like those movies. They have a weird way of like, I've seen the first four, at least. I don't know how many there were, but I've seen Saw 1 through 4. And like, all of them are good. But I saw this movie, I'm like, what could this possibly be? And it was like, spiral. And and showed the Saw logo. And I was like, what? What is
1: Chris Rock doing acting again? That's what I want to know. Chris Rock, you were like one of the highest paid comedians in the history of comedy. The rule with that is you hang it up.
2: No, he's like making movies now. He's like producing and directing movies. What did George Carlin do? Hung it up. He died. Well you, but after he hung it up. I mean barely, man you want to talk about things that happened in the same time and period as my life as Winnie the Pooh? My mom got tickets to see George Carlin at the Roanoke Civic Center when he came through the Roanoke Civic Center, and I was like four years old and did not understand why my mom wasn't taking me to see Mr. Conductor from Thomas the Tank Engine, the TV show, live in person. Oh, because they put yeah. his face they put his face on the newspaper, and I was like, "It's Mr. Conductor," and mom was like, "Yeah, you can't go to this, child."
1: I'd be like, if Bob Saget was coming to town.
2: Bob Saget should not be allowed to do that comedy that he does. That is not I, yeah. that is not fair. Like you're 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 Bob Saget, okay? You're from Fulf House. You're the narrator you know of how I met thing? your mother. You do owe you know it to does, the children.
1: Do you know who does the same thing? who? Howie Mandel. Yeah. Just awful. His stand-up, listen, I understand, like, he was a good stand-up comic and that's the reason he gets to be Howie Mandel now, but his stand-up is garbage.
2: Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. And he's Howie Mandel game show host. Yeah. He was born to be a game show host. Yeah. Like, Deal or No Deal is a stupid show. Howie Mandel made that show.
1: Oh, yeah. And he makes talent. Yeah. I'll tell you, those America's Got Talent shows always blow my mind that they're sitting there as talent show judges and they're so fascinated with somebody with talent walks on stage.
2: Here's my thing about America's Got Talent. America's Got Talent aired alongside American Idol for so long,
1: and they both produced singers.
2: And all they would do is pick singers.
1: Yeah, it's unfair. But
2: but that's the thing is like at the end of American Idol, you get a. Uh, like a record contract Right You you get to make music And be in the recording industry The end of America's Got Talent You get like a Vegas show
1: Yeah You get a Las Vegas show
2: No one's gonna care about Like a folk singer Doing a Vegas show
1: No But the ensemble acts Once they got into The later rounds They would have like a week To produce like A play Essentially Yeah Like you know They would show up For their audition In the first episode And they will have rehearsed This thing for like Two years
2: Yeah it's incredible And then they'll
1: be like Yeah and they're like Wow that's amazing And then they get a week To make their new performance And it's like Oh yeah obviously it failed
2: Yeah now I do I do I did like America's Got Talent because they let people like play instruments and stuff while they're singing which is cool. It's like a different Idol does that now too though. Do they? Yeah. Idol's back?
1: Yeah. Katy Perry, Blake Shelton and or not Blake Shelton uh this guy with the uh it's his gimmick country uh but he's like the the guy sorority girl guy luke Bryan, luke Bryan, the gimmick country guy uh and um
2: i would argue that the dude whatever the dude's name is that plays a, 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 a that does that opens for himself as earl dibbles jr is the <laughs> gimmick country guy the guy that did the country granger smith the guy that did the country boy song
1: what's the song out in country music right now about uh i wish grandpa's never died
2: no idea i have not listed country music in like a year and a half
1: look up the lyrics to the song i wish grandpa's grandpa's never died i know we've done this bit on this show before but i have to do this again uh it is the most like if you were to put a if you were to like take the top 40 country songs and put them into a thing like an auto text generator it would produce this song
2: i had the thought the other day i know that this is the second week in a row that we're gonna bring up dear evan hansen but i had the thought the other day while i was listening to some random playlist that included a couple country songs that sam hunt would be a really good evan hansen he likes to like he does the like talk singing thing
1: yeah even when the dark comes crashing through when you need a friend to carry you when you're broken on the ground you will be found
2: <laughs> yeah it's like i was listening to some of those songs and i was like this would be great for sam Hunt, who can just f- float in and out of singing yeah into the, if you fall in a forest and there's nobody around you really crash or even make a sound <laughs> the the red link sam hunt song body like a girl car uh-huh. we ain't getting too far you know i don't need nobody but mark I don't know the actual words. I know the words to that.
1: It is it is the one thing in the world that will always like I always always the, make me I smile. I could sing
2: I could sing probably that entire rent and link song and I could get as far as got a girl from the west side she got braids in her hair and then I'm stuck. I have no, I have no idea what the actual words that song
1: are.
2: <laughs> I know that Break up in a small town is the wordiest country song that's ever existed.
1: This is a fun fact. I think it was like whenever that song came out. No, it was like 2017 or whatever. That was like my most
2: played song on Spotify. I believe that song bangs, dude. He's so good. I, I wanted to hate it because I was like, "This is stupid." All he does is talk sing. And then you know, I listened to it for a couple of weeks. And I'm just like her male. It's seven minutes from mine, and I drive into town sometimes. And I see you standing there with him. Then <laughs> don't want to jump out. What if I want to say, say F- that guy? <laughs> no, he does, but he doesn't say it. I want to say that guy. It's my Even fault because like, I let her go. I never thought we would get down, down with somebody. somebody
1: I know, I, know. But I guess this I guess just, it's just, how how it's just how it, go. it goes. When you bring you up your in hometown.
2: Town, I see y'all friends. friends, and it put on a show, show like they don't want me to know, so I give them the go around zone so many lights
1: oh my gosh (laughs) so many
2: streets so many lights i swear it's like i can't even leave my house what a banger no that whole straight up though that whole album smacks
1: have you listened to montevallo that that uh, album yeah no, 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 like the... the yes, the, I have. Not, not Montevallo. The song that came after the album.
2: What song that came after the album?
1: The where he's like, I shouldn't name the album Montevallo. I hope that you're doing well. Oh, no, I haven't. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I have to find it. What's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Uh, Sam, not Sam Smith. I actually don't like Sam Smith. Every time I go into Target, which to know my wife is to go to Target with my wife. <laughs> They're playing the Sam Smith I Feel Love, which we've talked about on this podcast. We've run out of content, Ethan. I Feel Love. God hold on what what is i feel love sam smith what is the new song
2: oh is that donna summer song that's him
1: sam hunt
2: well, either way, Montevallo is, uh, that album smacks.
1: Yeah, it does. It's very good. It's very, very good. Oh, man. Drinking Too Much is the name of the song. I
2: have not heard it, but I will listen to it later. Oh, my gosh. You're going to you're gonna listen to it and be like, oh, well, we do we do country music again. He is not, he has only ever released Montevallo. Like, that is his only album. That is so wild. He's got a couple songs since then,
1: but. Oh, man, I'm getting chills just reading this. I'm sorry I named the album Montevallo, and I'm sorry people know your name now, and strangers hit you up on social media. I'm sorry you can't listen to the radio and drive out to the place we used to get peaches down in Pelham. I know you want your privacy, and you've got nothing to say to me. But I wish you'd let me pay off your student loans to these songs you gave to me. Remember the first time you stayed with me, overpacked, and drove up and went to the CMAs with me. Two years later, it felt like you were a million miles away from me, and I was on the stage, drunk, barely holding on on ABC. Hope your dad still prays for me. Oh my God! I uh, see. That's that's my thing is like I
2: love. He's such a real dude. He is. He he's stuck in
1: country music. He was like, man, I can write these great songs. Yeah, they're all country. <laughs> he, wrote, so- <laughs> he wrote. He
0: wrote.
2: Come over for Kenny. Ch- Chesney a cop car for Keith Urban, and they were like, "Hey, you want to be a country singer?"
1: Yes, you're, you're from
2: Alabama. Yeah, poor guy. And then he rode body on a body like a back road, and then disappeared. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Body like a back road's a banger. It's not,
2: because I don't. I can't remember any of the words other than "Got a girl from the west side. She got braids in her hair." Body I know. Like I, know like I know that he says we go way back, car. like Cadillac seats. Yeah. Body like a back road, driving with my eyes closed. You know, I don't need nobody but um. Mark. I can't get <laughs> off that. <laughs>
1: Ethan, if I was to buy a luxury sedan, just as long as we're talking about Cadillac seats, which one would I buy? If I was like, you know what, if if I get this, you know, if I get a promotion and a raise and I'm like, I just, I want to have my own luxury sedan. Are you going to tell me I? you're going to buy like a CTS? No, I don't think I would do the Cadillac. I don't think I'd do a Chevrolet at all. I mean, there's, there's something to be said for the, for the caddies. There is something to be said. And it's, I would not like to purchase one of those, please. Yeah,
2: but they're hot though.
1: Yeah. I love that
2: logo the Kate's too. dad's got a, uh, it's not a sedan. It's like a Lincoln MKZ. That's a great car. Yeah. The Lincolns are nice. That is a nice vehicle. I drove a Lincoln vehicle. before just, they paid me to, fly just to in the back of it. No, there's no car I want in the world more than a Tesla Model S. I'll tell you that much.
1: I, I do feel like I could live that Tesla life. The problem is my uh, current power bill is more expensive than my car note. So I don't think the Tesla would help me at all.
2: I recently got to ride from Dulles Airport to Richmond in the back of a Tesla Model S. And it was a religious experience. Yeah? Yeah. It it's was just like quiet the, the whole way. It was quiet and the dude wasn't driving. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, if Do you want to not drive? But I mean, it's just like, it's the, the choice. I drive a lot. There were, there'd be plenty of times where I'm like yeah. I would like to go to Richmond and I would like my car to just take me there I mean you
1: just you can't like pop into the back seat bust out your iPhone Start doing clash for clans like you still have to be looking at the road
2: I mean correct but like literally if if unless he wanted to switch lanes He didn't have to like do anything
1: Okay, I, this is totally unrelated I know your your uh, your pole arm here is from the company blue Who makes our, our Yeti microphones that yeah. we no longer use uh, But from what I can see of it, it looks like BB like the blackboard logo
2: Oh, yeah, like the cords in front of it.
1: Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I gathered that. I can see that. It is not...
2: So it is is advertised to be working with any microphone. It is not particularly sure SM7B friendly.
1: I feel like if you're at the factory, you've got to be like, how do I make this pole, this boom arm, friendly for quote-unquote every microphone except for the sure. SM7B? Either that or
2: I just need to get a... I mean, what I need to do is get a a, a cable with like a shorter plug. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I have the same problem with my stand here, Um, but I don't know the solution. Well, I will research... I mean these cables were like ten bucks and I will gladly take a couple of Pig Hog cables back to use for other things, but um like we can get some new new cables. Some fancy fancy cables. I mean no, they'll probably still be from Pig Hog, but <laughs> they will just probably be right angle plugs. That's yeah, that's what I need. Um, uh. because this blue compass was and I've been regretting none of it. Is that the, the boom? Yeah. yeah it, looks it was sweet. my moving in treat was not having to move a boom stand that I wanted to murder.
1: I, I cannot stand the booms we own.
2: See, that's the thing is you have the good booms too. You have both <laughs> of them. You have mine and yours.
1: I want to drill holes in my desk so that the boom can be on the other side of me and I will because the, I use this desk exclusively for this. Uh, Why can't it I be just, on the other side of you? It, it clips on. There's Okay, so my desk, like the sides of it are like six inches thick
2: oh i realistically said so that the blue this this arm is long enough that i could realistically put the boom at the back corner and have it still work
1: yeah that's the dream which is
2: dope like right now it's it's i'm actually not using enough of it so like it's standing straight up basically being more in the way that needs to be because i'm not it's not far enough away from me i'm so proud of you this is excellent audio content uh, you know what <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I I have absolutely nothing left in the tank right now I just spent the last four days moving into this apartment And like going from like having a couch that i wanted to move to breaking that couch to then buying a new couch to not having it fit to being yelled at by an, Ar- an armenian man for my couch not fitting to then having to go out and buy another couch that probably will fit that is being delivered next week i have nothing like i have no brain power <laughs> i wish you had a couch that you like i i, I will in 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 8 days <laughs> i looked at a couch this weekend and the just des- once once the sectional that we bought didn't fit um, uh, the desire to buy a sectional which comes in a bunch of pieces had never been higher so
1: that's the truth I went to the sectional store I mean the love Sack store this weekend and uh, we were looking at the sectional and we like picked it out with the fabric that we wanted and we were like yeah we would want it to look like this because in our house we have to have like an L shape uh, because our living room is like that's the thing is,
2: once once you see narrow. my once you see my apartment you will understand that like an L shaped sectional would have been perfect
1: yeah I believe it I cannot wait to see your apartment uh, but I haven't had a night of doing nothing of course it's obviously since you moved in uh but in like three weeks so uh tomorrow i'm gonna try to see the twins who i haven't met yet who are my nephews uh
2: anyway i was not inviting you over (laughs) i have (laughs) tomorrow that's why we're not recording tomorrow oh you're right We we can hang this weekend okay uh because I but still won't anyway. have a couch and we'll need plans, <laughs> so because otherwise I'm gonna go insane in this apartment with no furniture in it.
1: Um, but so we looked at the love sack, the, the sectional, and that like you and I, listener for context, Ethan and I had a sack in our college apartment where we had like a decent amount of a lot of people over, like a decent frequency of a lot of people over, and it held its value perfectly. It was just as nice the day I moved yeah, out. Yeah, the thing that the, the day sh- I moved in. out of it
2: and had nothing yeah. ever happened to it.
1: Yeah, you throw the the cover in the wash and you rotate it after you know everything. Two same could not be said
2: for my solid wood Bassett couch. Yeah, no,
1: not the same could be said for that. Bassett no longer makes couches, I don't think. I'm sure they do. We just didn't carry them when I sold them at Grant. Um,
2: yeah, they definitely still do. There was a Bassett store across from my last apartment for this. Nice. Uh, like a retail store.
1: Anyway, so we're looking at the sofa, and they're like, okay, so you want 10 pieces. Uh, If you add one more piece, you get 15% off, so I'll quote it with that, because it's a better price. Uh, That'll be $6,100. Yeah. And I was like, (laughs) oh my god.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's like, to get a sofa, like like a love seat from the sectional is like 2,000 bucks.
1: Yeah. Because it's like and it's like two
2: seats, four sides is $2,000. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, obviously you just do the whole thing big. You get good financing. And you just deal with it. But like, good God.
2: Right. And that's what big sectionals cost. Like, that's a real thing.
1: No, that is not
2: what big sectionals cost. It is if you want them to not die in a year.
1: No, you can spend $2,000 on a Lazy Boy sectional that will last you for 10 years.
2: Yeah. Mm, we tried that. We thought about doing that. None of the Lazy Boy stuff was going to fit.
1: <laughs> exactly. the The Modular for- form of it, and the is thing the is, key. is like
2: I have a huge. This is the problem: is I have a huge room, huge. Like it's it, it, it's it's a kitchen. Theoretically, it's a kitchen, dining room, living room all together with uh-huh. ten foot ceilings and eighty four inch okay. windows. It's like it's a it's a big room, but like it's not possible to move big room furniture up here
1: right you have to build it up there or you have to right so
2: like it wasn't a problem of getting into the apartment it wouldn't go in the elevator or the stairs Mm. and so like i i had tried to convince kate to buy like a jonathan lewis uh sectional that came in like corner middle corner middle corner
1: yeah i know i know the one you're talking about the
2: the jonathan lewis bel-air
1: yeah right next to it is the jonathan lewis carlin which i think is the funniest name for a correct
2: we were at the at the uh valley view grand it was right next to the michael jackson exhibit yes i had never been in that store before that is a wild experience
1: it's fascinating it's it's fascinating because like
2: my mom was like oh where's the bathroom and the guy was like okay you're gonna want to take a right go through bedding and then hang a right at the race car Yep. and mom was like that's so weird they're advertising race car beds and i'm like do you see michael jackson over there it's gonna be a real race car
1: it is a real race it car. is a real race car <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that that's the store to work in if you want to work at Grand. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, the dude was
2: like, trust us, you came to the right place. That's the biggest Grand in Roanoke. And I was like, this is crazy. It's humongous. It doesn't look that big from the outside.
1: No, but it is crazy pants yeah. big. Anyway, outside. let's do a wrap. Okay. Oh, are we there?
2: Well, we're at 143, but we took some breaks. We took some breaks.
1: Okay, so big board ranking. I love this movie in a way that I... Don't know how to tell you. But I also want to say this. Year three, we've watched so many movies that I love so, so much.
2: Yeah, because we're out of franchises. We can just do whatever we want at this point.
1: I know. I was actually thinking about it in the car today. I was like, man, we should I've I've said this before, but I was like, man, we should like cover the Marvel movies or something. Just run through something. And we've done all of that already. Right. We, and that's did the thing it. is
2: I love this like I love this back and forth of like, oh, there's a dozen great movies on Netflix. Let's pick one. I
1: know. It was the weirdest thing. You gave me all these movies on Netflix and I was like, my gut had like a reason not to do all of them. But then my gut was like, just do all, just Ethan sent you 12 movies in that order, do them in that order.
2: Literally. And, and and I swear to God, I was looking at Netflix two weeks ago and I was like, there's nothing on Netflix. And I was at Benny's last night and you were just like, oh, we need a movie to do. And I was like, I'm going to go on Netflix. And I was like, we do this or this or this or this or this or this or a lot of Will Smith movies here, but sure.
1: Hey. I love Will Smith.
2: Yeah, but it was like, it was like, you can get all three Men in Black, and both of the Bad Boys movies, and Ali, and The Pursuit of Happiness, and Wild Wild West, and Bright, and like, it was just like Will Smith movie after Will Smith movie. Oddly enough,
1: not iRobot, which would be my top choice. Why? I don't know, I love iRobot. Do you not? Not really.
2: Oh, do you remember the movie Ex Machina? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, iRobot's better. I'm sure it is, but it's not among my, I wouldn't list it probably among my top ten Will Smith movies. Go. (sighs) Okay. Um, I'm gonna need iIm be for this 10's a lot 10 might be a lot it's not top five for sure um uh, because all I, I like it less than all three men in black movies and um uh, and ali and the pursuit of happiness number one i am legend number two pursuit of happiness number three wild wild west uh let's see what did i just say three was wild wild west mm-hmm. um let's see
1: i can't believe wild wild west is your number three will smith movie. i love that movie so much it's like a DD campaign gone wrong it's so great it's will smith it's kevin klein it's it's
2: fantastic it's Will Smith and uh, Josh Brolin. Men in Black Three. Men in Black Three is my least favorite Men in Black movie of the three I've seen. Actually, yeah, but so it, so it's 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 probably I Am Legend, Pursuit of Happiness, Wild Wild West, Men in Black One. I don't know. It's not top five. There's a lot of great Will Smith movies. <laughs> I like I, honestly, Hancock honestly, I prefer I prefer I don't I don't necessarily prefer Hitch. I don't like Kevin James. Um, I liked Hancock. I haven't seen Hancock since we saw it in theaters, but I liked Hancock. Uh, I did too. I really, I really liked, liked Aladdin. Did. I did too. I like the Latin better than iRobot. Oh, I love iRobot. It's got Shia LaBeouf. I just, it, it is, it. I haven't seen iRobot in so long and it has never like, there's not been a single time where I was like, ah, I want to watch iRobot right now.
1: iRobot's one of those movies that always showed up on my department's like philosophy and film nights. Come watch iRobot. Because it was like, what happens if AI takes over? Uh, and it was more about like the premise than the, uh. I mean, it's,
2: it's a good movie, but it's just like, it's a non-entity for me. Like, I just don't care. Okay. Actually, there's not that many Will Smith movies. <laughs> he truthfully has not been in that many movies. So iRobot probably- yeah is in my top 10 oh what was that one seven pounds what a movie that, wait, you watch i robot and philosophy of film and not seven pounds. that's wild
1: it's about like stillborn babies right
2: no it's about like it's see you just go watch it okay it's <laughs> about like he's i can't remember exactly what happens he's like dying or something and he uh, has to like give up all his organs one by one.
1: Oh, i think i remember that anyway uh, wrapping this film, um, I don't even know what the big board looks like. Uh. Well, you're supposed to be keeping track of it. Okay. Is it, uh, not as good as Coco? Better than Jumanji 2. Jumanji 2 being... Jumanji 3.
2: Okay, yeah, it's... I would agree with that. Okay,
1: well, there we go. What
2: are we review? Christopher Robin.
1: Okay. That was easy enough. <coughs> breakfast, food. breakfast food. I think this is like a English breakfast. You know what I'm talking about? Like some... some, some you're trying to get me to say what I think is an English breakfast. That's what you're doing right <laughs> now. You, you did it yourself.
2: <laughs> what is it an English breakfast, Tyler?
1: I think it's got like, like that bacon that's like super fatty and it's got uh like toast like a runny egg on like a plate in a dingy townhouse but it's so warm and comforting and delicious also there's honey there's like tea with like a lot of honey there's like a lot of honey you so know not, not like a bit of honey like
2: a, of, honey. Like a of honey like a lot of honey
1: like a lot of honey like a lot so hug and bear of honey and It doesn't smell like strawberries so he smells like honey because he's covered in honey and like this weird sticky way hey siri text
2: Seamus Gorman I don't see Seamus on text. what what do you mean? <laughs> Fine, I'll text Seamus Gorman. What's in a full English breakfast? Let's see if he responds. He's probably asleep. It's 10 o'clock. Yeah, he gets up at like 5 a.m. these days. Wh- who is this man? Uh, Seamus didn't get on a new schedule when he got to America, so... <laughs> goes to bed at like 10 and wakes up at 5. I had lunch with Seamus today. It was delightful.
1: I'm jealous. I would like to have gotten lunch with Seamus. But instead, I think uh, I sat in our break room at work and ate a con pollo.
2: I had a rose pollo from Alejandro's.
1: I think I did also. <laughs>
2: nice and we ran into your brothers and jay put me on the vlog coming out of my (laughs) elevator nice uh okay the heart of a full english breakfast is bacon and eggs sausages also called bangers in the uk the dish is traditionally accompanied by a grilled tomato mushrooms fried onions toast and marmalade a cup of tea is also a traditional drink with breakfast as is coffee the breakfast is also called a fry up it's a fry up
1: um, but it's like in like a warm, not like, it's like a warm cottage, but outside it's like gloomy and rainy. Cause that's how I picture England all the time.
2: This movie definitely did nothing to change that portrayal either.
1: <laughs> Where England is an awful, awful sad place with very thick grass.
2: Yeah. Very gray, very green.
1: Yes. Uh, that's my opinion on this film. Do you want to do the, I did the interest stuff. Where can people
0: find you?
2: Actually, I did the interest stuff.
0: Well, I do the download the, no, listen to us on Patreon. Anyway
1: um where you can, can people find can, us on the internet at
0: wow now at
1: Edgehill photos at Carlin, at bacon and eggs pod you can email us at bacon and eggs media at gmail.com you can check out everything that's bacon and eggs honestly and everything that's amazing podcasts at wbne.org that's like the greatest website of all time i want you to go to wbne.org take a screenshot and tweet it at me and i will straight up follow you on twitter I will do it I will follow you on Twitter <laughs> If you screenshot And tweet it at me I know you're not laughing at me Ethan You're laughing at some funny tweet That you just read No I'm but... laughing
2: at Seamus Gorman Oh
1: gosh Every time I say something funny And you laugh I think wow I really nailed that one And then it's never you laughing at me It's never that What did Seamus say? He
2: said Bacon and eggs! Exclamation point And some exactly. other stuff too
1: That's exactly right. Thank you, Seamus Gorman. But anyway, WBNA.org is going to have everything that you never need. Uh, You can also email us at baconelixmedia at gmail.com. with any questions, comments, death threats, etc. And we're going to
2: play a specific trailer from Bagels this week. Because I was on Bagels this week. Ethan was. It was so fun. It was a good time. Me and my girlfriend Kate took time out of our move and recorded... At in the living room of my mom's house with a horrible boom stand and one microphone. It
1: sounded fine. It literally sounded fine.
2: Yeah, well, I was about to throw that boom stand out the window. Anyway, here's a promo for bagels. Hello, I'm Tyler Carlin, and I love you.
0: And I'm Emily Carlin, and I love you too.
2: And if you love someone or you
0: love love, you should
1: listen to our new podcast, Bagels.
0: We're not experts, but we sure would like to be.
1: And we believe the best way to get better at something is to practice
0: so, listen to our story as it unfolds as young parents,
1: as best friends,
0: as husband and wife,
1: as we explore what relationships mean to us and to those around
0: us. Bagels, available now at WBNE.org or wherever you get your podcasts
2: sometimes i just expect it like my brain is like oh it's just gonna play and then it doesn't just play
1: and what's funny is hopefully that's a new promo for bagels because the original promo sounds
2: like garbage well if you're gonna put a new promo for bagels in there i need it but like uh to probably 10 a.m tomorrow okay
1: well then there will not be a new promo <laughs> yeah because
2: <laughs> i am recording a music video on wednesday so this needs to get done tomorrow
1: okay sounds like fun
2: new song out on friday by the way tomorrow as you're listening to this there will be a new drop the girl song out called pink lemonade oh that's fun yeah cover art by ethan etchill oh, that's fun. It is. I'm very excited. M- s- music video will not be out Friday because we're recording it Wednesday. It'll be out probably next Friday. Well, that's quick. That's a lot of turnaround. For sure. Yeah, I'm super stoked. It's going to be a lot of fun to do. Driving up to Richmond again. Anyway. Yeah. So go check out the new song. Uh, there'll be a Spotify link in the description Friday if you're listening to this on Friday. Yes. All right. Anything else? Nope. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Bacon and Eggs. Uh, I've been Ethan Etchell, He's been Tyler Carlin. Until next time. Arrivederci. A few wrinkles, maybe.